0: Hey, everyone. You're listening to Ankur Variku on Voice with Variku. On this podcast, I talk to you about entrepreneurship, how to grow in life, manage personal finances, handle failures, and a lot more things that just come to my mind. The episode begins. In this episode, I wanted to talk about meditation. Also dispel a lot of myths around meditation, which people believe to be true. And I also thought, were true when I started this entire journey of meditation about five years back. When I started meditation, here was the biggest myth that I had. The biggest myth was that meditation allows you to control your emotions. So if I'm feeling angry and if I meditate, I can control not being angry. I can choose not to be angry. I can choose not to be sad. I can choose not to be anything. It allows you a certain level of influence over your emotions. And after having meditated for five years and of course read a lot about meditation, I recognize that that is a big myth and the wrong understanding of meditation. Meditation isn't about controlling your emotions. It's about understanding your emotions. It's about becoming aware of your emotions. And there's a big difference in controlling and becoming aware. Let me share an example. Let's say you get angry and you get angry often. And if you get angry often, you would want to control it. But what we fail to recognize is that we get angry because of a reason. We all get angry because there is some unfulfilled need. So let's say we are sitting with our loved one, our partner, maybe our parents, our friends, and when we're speaking to them, they start looking at their phone. And that just boils us, we get angry. And if you really think about it, the reason why we get angry when someone's looking at the phone while we're talking to them is because we have this need to be heard, to be paid attention. And if we have that need not fulfilled, we get angry. And that is most likely the explanation for why we behave the way we do in that circumstance. Meditation allows you to get to this understanding. It will not get you to a point where you know how not to be angry. It will get you to a point where when you get angry, you will recognize why you're getting angry. You'll recognize that you are getting angry and you will be aware of that anger, aware in the purest form of awareness where every body part of your, every vibration, every emotion will be so starkly visible to you that there'll be no denying that you're getting angry. And when that happens, something magical happens. And that's the biggest secret about meditation. Meditation somehow figured that our emotions are, because they're serving a purpose, also very compliant if they know that we know the purpose. I said something very complicated, so let me repeat that once more. Our emotions are designed in such a way that if they figure out we know why the emotions are there in the first place, the emotions will be like, oh, awesome, our job's done. And they will go away. Let me give you another example. Pick up the same one. You're getting angry because your friend, your loved one, your partner, whosoever, is looking at the phone while you're speaking to them. And now you're getting angry. But because you meditate, you are also experiencing that anger come through. You're experiencing your heart rate racing up. You're experiencing your sweat glands getting active, you're experiencing your palms getting sweaty, you're experiencing some sort of an emotion and a chemical reaction within that's making you angry, and you are visibly, acutely aware of all of these things happening to you, to your body. And you also, because you are now aware of it, recognize why you're feeling angry. You recognize that you're feeling angry because there is this unfulfilled need in you to be heard, to be paid attention to. And because you see that happening again, you're getting angry. When you get to this point, when you get to this awareness, when you get to this realization, you know what happens? Anger realizes that you now know. Anger realizes that you now know why anger came to you in the first place. And it almost goes like, oh, that's awesome. My job was to come to Ankur and remind him that something is not getting fulfilled which he ought to be focusing on and this anger will be the way that he'll recognize this and make the other person also aware. But it seems that Ankur is already aware why he's getting angry. So you know what? My job's done. I'll just go away. And as crazy as it sounds, As crazy as it sounds, and I know that I'm sounding crazy right now, especially if you don't meditate, but as crazy as it sounds, the fact that you know that you're angry, your anger will go away. The fact that you are aware of your emotion, your emotion will go away. And that is what meditation does. That's the power of meditation. It allows you not to control your emotions. It allows you a mechanism to be aware of the emotions that you're experiencing. And the minute you're aware of the emotions, you let go. You just instantly let go and it disappears. When it happened to me for the first time, I can't even begin to tell you how mesmerized I was. It was genuinely like a divine touch. It was almost as if I was God. I didn't need anyone else's help to get to any point in life because now I was in some way not in control of my emotions but so acutely aware of my emotions that my emotions could never get the better of me and it took a really long time to get to this point I started my meditation journey as I said five years back I started it with an app called Headspace it's run by this fascinating guy called Andy who was once a monk and he trained to be a monk he then devoted himself to the entire learning and sharing of meditation as an art form. And he does this beautifully with some fascinating animations. It's a great start for you to start your meditation journey. At least back then it was, there were a lot of really good quality free content. Andy was generally the first voice that I used to hear when I used to get up, because meditation was the first thing I used to do when I got up five years back when I started. And I used to do something called guided meditation. So it was Andy or whosoever it could be. It could be a Sadhguru for you. It could be an Osho for you. It could be anyone that you fancy. It doesn't need to be someone that I'm suggesting. It could be anyone that you chose to. And that person will guide you to the meditation. They will basically tell you what you need to do. Pay attention to your breath. Start deeply breathing. Start paying attention to that breath go down the body, right from your nostrils to your lips, to your throat, to your chest, to your stomach. And you will begin to see the vibrations, begin to feel everything that's happening. It will be hard early on because we're not used to spending time with ourselves, least of all witnessing and imagining our own emotions. But that's what it will train you. And that guided meditation is very useful in that part. I did that for about 10 minutes every day. It used to be the longest 10 minutes that I spent, the hardest 10 minutes that I spent in the day. But I'm so glad that I did that. And I did that for about a year and a half or so. And in that year and a half journey, I could move from 10 minutes to 15 minutes. That's the best that I could do. And then I moved to this app called Calm, which is what I've been using for the last three odd years. No different from Headspace, frankly. I wouldn't recommend one over the other. It's just that I prefer calm today to headspace. But the big shift that I did was I moved from guided to non-guided meditation. So I, instead of having someone tell me what I need to do over the last one and a half years, I'd gotten used to what I had to do and I started to do it myself in my own head. And all that I needed was just some serene, beautiful sound to accompany this entire journey that I was undertaking. So today, and for the last three years, I listen to the sound of a lake with birds. So it's water and it's birds. There is no thunder. There is no rain, nothing like that. It's just water and birds. As it's the first thing that I start to do when I get up in the morning after I have my glass of water, which I take about 15 minutes to have. And it's beautiful. It's my way of getting up and not forcing myself to get up or rushing myself to get up. And then I... Gradually over the last three years increased my 15 minutes to today 30 minutes. So today I sit for 30 minutes, sit in one position. I don't feel the need to move. I don't feel the need to change anything. I'm in that asan where you cross your legs and you just sit. I do have a back support. Ideally, you shouldn't have back support, but I do have a back support. And I don't move I don't open my eyes. I don't move my hands. I don't do anything for those 30 minutes. I just have the background sound of running water and birds. Every 10 minutes, there is a bell that rings that reminds me of the time that I've spent. And I wait for three bells before I rub my hands, glance them over my eyes, and then open my eyes after 30 minutes. And in that time, the journey is usually about the first 10 to 15 minutes just goes towards flushing. And flushing is, there's just so much that you went through the previous day, maybe the dreams that you had while you were sleeping, all of those are just coming back and it's, it takes its time for you to get into that mode, that zone. And then towards the end, I'd say no more than five, seven minutes is when I truly have that moment of emptiness. But I'm not feeling anything, if any emotion comes, if any thought comes, if anything distracts me, I become aware of it and I let go of it. I become aware of it, I let go of it. I become aware of it, I let go of it. And that just ends at the end of 30 minutes. I'm excited as I'm recording this podcast. It's the 19th of October, 2021. Because in about a month, if everything goes right, I should be going for my first Vipassana, which is a 10-day meditation retreat which is quite intense, because as against the 30 minutes that I meditate every day, you're meditating for 12 to 16 hours every day. And you're not supposed to speak to anyone. You're not supposed to carry your phone. You're not supposed to carry a book. You can't read, you can't write. You're just in your room by yourself, not speaking to anyone for 10 days, and you're just by your thoughts. That's it. And I'm so looking forward to it because I think that'll be a great culmination of the five-year journey that I've undertaken which I'll strongly advise all of you to also undertake because it's a game-changing experience if you get to know and understand why you're feeling what you're feeling. All the best. Thank you for listening to this episode of Voice with Variku. To be notified of upcoming episodes, be sure to subscribe and follow the show on this app right now. Also, don't forget to rate and review the show because that just feels nice. Thank you. Thank you.